to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Hi, thank you for joining today. My name is Jen Tringale, and I want to encourage you on the path of God's destiny for your life. Today, I want to talk to you about the two powerful forces of destiny and creativity that are already resident on the inside of every single one of us. I talk to a lot of people from all around the country, and many times I hear them say some things that I used to say myself. And they say, you know, I'm just really not a creative person. I know people that are creative, but I am just not one of them. I'm not a crafter. I'm not an artist. I can barely draw a stick figure. And I would certainly fall into that category. But when I talk about creativity, I'm talking about a force of creativity that is actually part of the DNA of who you are and a part of the DNA of who I am. When we talk about fulfilling God's destiny for our lives, essentially what we're saying is that God designed you to create or design something. You say, oh no, that's not me. I'm not a creator. I'm not a designer. But when you stop and think about it, every single one of us are always perpetually having to create or recreate as life goes on. You see, really, our life is a series of new beginnings, not endings. Even when people graduate from something, it's not a termination. It's merely a commencement of what has been, but it also signifies a moving into a new beginning. And every time that you and I step into these new beginnings in our lives, in order to succeed or even just to function in them, We have to begin to create. I love in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, where we have this picture of the first time that God created man. And after everything he had created, he did something that he had never done. And the word of God tells us that he breathed life into the nostrils of man and man became a living soul. When this happened, we were embodied with this force of creativity that came from our Creator. Jeremiah chapter 1 is a famous portion of Scripture and probably a favorite of mine, and I quote it often when it says that before you and I were in our mother's womb, God says He knew us, that He actually designed every single one of us with that unique thumbprint that we all have. No two of us have the same, but he also designed us so uniquely that each one of us are designed to create specific things and that neither one, no two of us can create the same way. In fact, if we both sat down and tried to draw a picture of an apple, we would come up with some very different ideas of what that would look like. Well, you are actually destined to create some things that only you can create. The word create actually has a very simple definition, and it means to create something new that has never been. Another definition of the word create 
simply says to go into action to cause something to be. There are steps and actions that you and I are going to step into, actions we're going to take that's going to create something. It's going to set a force off. And that force of creativity as believers, God wants to use to bless and affect and help people. You know, the world today that we live in has forces of creativity that are working either to the good or to the bad. But as believers, as men and women of God, God wants to use you and I to invigorate rather to impose. He wants to use us to propel rather than push people aside. He wants to use you and I to cultivate rather than just merely command. And the force of creativity in us is designed to do just that. You see, as believers, creativity should actually be our forte. Our creative God has ways of creating that the world has never even seen. The world that you and I are living in, it is so far below the quality in efficiency and sustainability that God desires for it to have. Jesus died so that the world could receive all that God has to offer. And as believers, you and I should believe that things can be better, that there is so much more that we have yet to tap into. And we cannot be motivated to use our creativity just by money or status alone but we must be motivated by a passion to see God's kingdom expanded in the earth. That in fact, he will reveal to us ways of being creative that will produce a better living environment. God's ambition is to multiply our creativity by giving us divine strategic ways that will push us to think and to achieve big. You see, we have to understand that in order for this force of creativity to come through us, we're going to have to be willing to step into these new places of new beginnings that are going to force us to think big and to achieve big. Maybe even more so than we ever contemplated seeing ourselves walk in. And the only way for me to allow this force of creativity to come through me, to fulfill my destiny, is to totally 100% embrace the true identity of who God made me to be. I want to say it to you this way. Fakers cannot function. There is no possible way that you are going to be able to flow in the force of creativity that is designed to come through the you that God made you to be unless you are embracing and completely embodying that individual that God designed you to be. If I am pushing aside pieces of myself that frankly, I just don't like, if I am not willing to get to know my true self, then I am limiting the force of creativity that God is trying to bring through me. In fact, it is when you and I just lay aside all the comparison issues, 
all the parts of trying to reach perfection. I'm just going to put this part of me in a box and shove this part of me in a closet so that I can look like perfection. When we stop trying to achieve these forced versions of life and we finally just embrace the true self that God designed us to be, even the parts we don't like, we just hold them up to the Lord, the one that created us, and say, God, if you need to restore this part of me, here it is, God. I embrace it. Restore me. It's when we do that, that that work of restoration can come through us. And once God restores it, there is a force of creativity that can come through it. And that force of creativity that will come through those restored places in us will be such a mighty force of creativity that will go into the world and it will begin to touch and reach people that are broken and needing to be put back together. You know, I find that when I reach dry places in my own life, whether it's trying to hear from God for myself or hear from God for a meeting I'm getting ready to do or a book I'm getting ready to write or whatever it may be. When I hit dry places, I find that rather than trying to force creativity to come, usually it's a signal that I need to reach back and connect with my own heart. And in order to connect with my own heart, I have to connect with the one who made me. I have to connect with the one who knows me better than anybody else. I have to go back to the secret place with him. Walk into that place of love where there is love unconditional. It is so much easier to look my true self in the face and be connected with my true self when I'm doing that in an atmosphere of unconditional love for myself. And the only one that has unconditional love for me is my Father God. When I see myself through His eyes, I don't mind those parts anymore that didn't look so pretty to me just maybe a few minutes ago. I don't try and put those pieces of me in a box or shove them in a closet that I don't like. No, I can pull my true self, my whole self back out and say, God, here I am. And God begins to whisper to my heart. He begins to love on every piece of me. And I come out of those times so invigorated, so inspired, so motivated. The next thing I know, that force of creativity is flowing like a river through me once again. I believe that God wants that force of creativity to flow through you like a river in whatever places of life He has you in right now that you're functioning in. There is a force of creativity that can come through you and show you how to be a mother, how to be a father, how to be a husband, a wife, how to be a leader, how to be a friend, how to be a sister, a brother. Whatever those places are that God's called you to function, even through your vocation, I'm telling you today that there is a force, a river of creativity that God breathed in you even before your life began. And that force is still there. And if you'll go back and connect with the you God made you to be, if you will refuse to be a faker and be your true self, you're going to begin to function. 
and a creativity that's going to bless people around you, that's going to inspire people around you. It's going to bring a new vitality to your life in the days ahead. I pray that this podcast today has spoke to your heart and that it's even speaking to the place in life that you're at right now. That whatever maybe the dry, uncreative places have been, that if you'll take these principles and you'll begin to apply them, think about them, meditate on them, that there will be that force, that river, that breath of creativity that God put in you way back in the beginning, and it will begin to function in your life. It'll bring you into happier places, greater places, But beyond that, it will bring you into places where you will begin to bless those people around you. I believe in you big time. I pray God's best for you, God's highest for you. And I say that your greatest days are just beginning. And as you fulfill the path of your destiny, God is going to take you into some powerful positions in the days ahead. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless you.